Hi, I'm Corey of Conversations with Corey, who is ready for raw and honest conversations about life, faith, struggles, and things that bring you joy, things that make you furious. What have you overcome? Where does resilience come from? Join me as I have insightful, honest, and raw conversations with a variety of everyday people walking out their faith in truth and love. I can't wait. See you soon. Welcome to season two of Conversations with Corey. And I can't believe I we, we've already been through nine episodes together. And here we are yet at another episode, season two, episode one. And today I'm going to talk about holiness. And it's not what you think it is. Now, I'm not defining holiness um, maybe in a traditional sense, but I'm talking about the things that are truly holy in our lives that we might not see as holy. We might not see as valuable as they really are. And isn't it true that sometimes very things in front of us, things that we do every single day that just seem to be not very important can actually be the most holy, the most sacred of things. And we just don't see them for the treasures that they are. And mostly that's because we are busy. (laughs) I mean, I know for me, I get busy. And I get task oriented and then I kind of can overlook, you know, the thing in the room that is asking for my attention, but I'm busy doing something else. And I want to talk about that subject today because the last few weeks have been really rough. And, you know, we go through seasons of joy and seasons of sorrow and seasons of challenges and this has been a pretty challenging season for lots of different reasons but one is that we um, are walking through a degenerative illness in our family and my husband has just um, been really having a hard time he's really um, declining and so as he's declining it is really challenging for me to navigate those emotions navigate those changes with faith and with grace and with courage and how how that stems into my conversation about holiness is kind of easy to explain but for me this last week has been the last couple of weeks has been really um, challenging and it has challenged my the grace over my life it has challenged my thinking. It has challenged my relationships. It has challenged my relationship with God. And not that it's challenged it in a way that's making me um, 
boost faith, but it's challenging my faith. So my faith is growing in a different way. So I know, I don't know if you, this happens to you, but when you go through something that you haven't gone through before, it can, uh, it grows you. (laughs) It's a nice way of saying it's really hard and stretches you beyond what you think you can handle, but it grows you in a way that really nothing else can. And as much as I would love to say that that joy um, and happiness and all those good emotions, those good places um, are great and wonderful to have, I have to admit that I learn more and I grow more when I'm challenged in my life and grow more in grief and in sorrow than I really have in joy. I have learned deeper lessons in those harder places than I have in those easier places. And so this past couple weeks has been um, rough as I've been kind of just processing those emotions, processing um, the words of the doctors and stepping into a place of faith where I have to decide not really who I'm going to believe because I, I don't think it's like God versus medicine. I don't really buy into that, but I just have to choose how I'm going to walk it out. And, and that's the faith part I'm talking about is learning how to walk things out in joy and in peace and not fighting everything. Um, so it has been, <laughs> it's, it's been a bit, it's been a time. And I was finding myself getting a little bit grumpy, kind of irritable, a little bit burned out feeling. And so I was really struggling with that because I don't like to get into that pattern where I'm complaining. I don't like to complain. I don't like to um, focus on those negative emotions. I like to choose my feelings carefully because I never want to go into a place of self-pity where I feel sorry for myself or I feel like um, I'm demanding that I don't feel a certain way. And so, um, or I'm demanding that my life goes the way I want it to go. I don't expect my life to go the way I want it to go because I've surrendered my will. You know, when Jesus said, it's not my will, but but yours be done. It's really a beautiful place of surrender when you are laying down your will, laying down your ideas, your plans, your all your all your stuff for the life you're living. And you're taking steps of faith and courage. It takes a lot of courage to to keep going and to keep walking when you are in the thick of it. So kudos to you (laughs) if you're walking through hard things or have walked through hard things and you have not given up. Courage is is, a beautiful thing, but it is not easily come by. Courage means we're facing things that are hard to face. And we don't always like those things. 
And you don't have to like them, but you just have to trust and keep walking through them and just don't give up. So I was grumbling and complaining a few, a few times this you know last couple of weeks. And as I was doing my dishes and doing laundry and trying to catch up with bills and just trying to do basic life things, I was recognizing my attitude had shifted into kind of a, a negative one. And I'm trying not to have a negative attitude. I'm trying to um, keep the grace on. And as I was walking into my house one day and just kind of picking up things here and there and getting tidy and I just felt like, I just was like, oh, I wish I could be doing this or that or I wish things were different and I could do this and if this were different, I could do that and kind of found myself going down that rabbit hole of negative thinking and of just grumbling and complaining, um, <laughs> honestly. And as I was walking in the kitchen, I felt the Lord say to me, you do know that what you're doing is holy, right? And it took me back because I, I, I wasn't expecting that thought. I wasn't expecting that voice. And you know the voice of the Holy Spirit when he speaks to us, he's, he's quiet. He's very quiet. But it's like this wise or revelatory thought that comes into your mind that you didn't think. It just kind of pops in your mind and you realize, huh, hmm, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things. And you realize, wow, you know, that's, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly it. I think sometimes when we're doing the mundane things, the things that are that we do every day, the things that don't seem important, or we just feel like everybody's living their life and, and moving forward and we're kind of stuck in our, per, our current situation, it can feel like we're being left out or it can feel like we're, people are, you know, life is kind of passing us by. And for my situation, I'm home a lot more than I used to be home and, and my, uh, my friendship circle is very small. And I feel like it's, it can be really difficult at times and you can kind of look a little bit too inward and get so focused on what's happening in your own life. You, you start to believe that things you're doing aren't important and that things everyone else is doing around you are important. And then you realize, no, (laughs) the things we're doing day by day minute by minute, hour after hour, week after week, year after year, they add up. It's like if you took a penny every single day and you put it in a jar and it wouldn't seem like you were giving very much, but at the end of 10 years, you'd have a lot of pennies. It's the same thing about giving this time giving this time away that I have been given away to serve my husband, to, to love my husband, to care for him in this time when he can't really care for himself. It's little by little, bit by bit, it's adding up. And it might not feel great. It might not look special, but 
I'm doing something really important because not everything we do, we're going to get reward for here on the earth. Some things we get rewarded for in heaven. Some things we get rewarded for in private. When no one's clapping, no one's praising you, no one's seeing how you handled that situation, no one is there. You you have this kind of silent reward, this silent praise. The Lord is a good father. He's proud of you. He is he is he's cheering you on. And we have that great cloud of witnesses that's cheering us on and and there's a goal that's higher than just the earthly goal that we have. Um been given in this ability to love harder, better, deeper, um, longer, stronger. <laughs> it's, it's, it means, it means everything. And so when the Lord said that to me, you know what you're doing is holy. When I made my husband's meal that day and, and made sure he was, you know, had his drinks and made sure he wasn't choking. And when I was taking care of him in that way or pushing him in his wheelchair or wiping his mouth or doing his laundry, laying out his clothing, helping him put his shoes on, helping him straighten his clothes, those little things are huge. Those little acts of love that we do whether it be for, in my situation, for my husband, or your situation for your kids, maybe it's a parent. The little things we do that don't seem like much, they add up. And over time, you have a child that knows they're loved, a husband that knows they're loved, a wife that knows they're loved, a friend that knows they're loved, over time, the things we do matter. And it's, it's easy to discard ourselves. And there's a, I always used to say, there was a woman, um, in a, I had a, we had a mothering group years back, and there was a woman named Bridget. And she always used to say, when you compare the inside of yourself to the outside of someone else, that's not a fair comparison. And that really struck me because it was sort of what I was doing, <laughs> but I was doing it in a kind of a complainy, grumbling way, just wishing I had for a minute, just wishing I was in a different position and then realizing, no, I don't really wish that because, because I've laid down my will and I've laid down my right to have my own way. And there's something about that that just is a higher road. It's not that I'm better but it's that uh, is that he's better it's love is worth it love is better and I don't think I would feel better if I weren't doing those things I think I would feel guilty for not doing the things that I know I should be doing and I could make excuses for myself I'm sure but there are things that that I need to do because it's what I'm supposed to do. 
This isn't to say that I'm doing everything right by any means or that I have it all together by any means I don't, but it, but I am trying to. I'm trying to love better each day. I'm trying to take care of myself so I can care for my husband. I'm trying to take time out for, for quiet reflection, take time out for prayer, take time out for a bike ride, take time out for just sitting and reading scripture, being quiet in my mind, being quiet and just listening. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to take care of yourself so you can take care of someone else. You need to do both. But this was what I signed up for. And with, with God's grace, I'll complete this task well. And, um, and I know that it's not because I'm so great at it. But I know that it's, that it's worth it. You know, one time when I was a young mom and I was just running from here to there, I had seven children. I was homeschooling my kids. Um, some were in school, some were in, in at home. I always had kind of somebody in school, somebody at home, someone going to school. And I remember those days being so busy that at the end of the day, I was just exhausted but I was trying my best and there was a lot of pressure in my life to spend time in reading and spend time in scripture spend time in prayer and I was really stressed out by expectations by all the expectations I put on my own self to do certain things and that would be success in my mind. And one of those things that I felt like I wanted to do better was to pray more in the morning, just to start my day with just prayer, thanking God, being grateful for the things that I had, and really just kind of putting that place, that spiritual place um, first. And I was so frustrated because no matter how hard I tried, it felt like I just kept getting interrupted <laughs> and by all the right things, but just, I just didn't have that time. I'd have to get up so early and then I'd be so tired and grumpy. It just kind of wasn't working for me. And, you know, somebody said to me one time, you know, mothering is actually a form of prayer. And that really struck me because everything I did was in a sense, praying. So it's kind of like talking to God in doing the dishes, talking to God sweeping the floor, talking to God doing the laundry, talking to God folding the laundry, um, making the lunches, making the dinners, shopping for the food. I realized that all those little things that I was doing, they were, they were prayers. And not only were they prayers, it was holy. It was coming from a place of a pure heart, coming from a place of wanting to serve um, my kids, wanting to love my children, wanting them to know they were cared for and, and considered. Um, and holiness is really not about me being perfect 
because in the sense of in religious sense holiness is about righteousness and perfection and and all these things but in 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 this sense holiness is is me knowing i'm not perfect it's me knowing i'm going to blow it and it's me knowing i'm going to <laughs> raise my voice when i shouldn't it's me knowing that i'm not going to do everything i should be doing every day it's me knowing that god is perfect and i'm not i'm human and i'm going to make mistakes but i have a loving father who's helping me and i'm never alone and i can and i can speak to him like a friend and it's it takes the pressure off because i'm i'm seeking to humble myself and come from a pure place when i'm serving my husband when i'm serving my family i'm not seeking to be perfect i'm seeking to to love better and i think holiness is just the ultimate place where we're just loving better than we did the day before and and <laughs> it's so funny because um i i used to be quite a perfectionist and i guess i maybe i don't know so it's probably going to go girl you are so perfectionist still and i might be but nothing like i used to be i had a friend one time that used to she'd push my little like coffee table like centerpiece she'd like just push it in front of me just to just to bug me she'd push it and then i'd put it back and then she'd push it and i put it back and i just needed everything in its place and that's not always a good thing um but God has uh, recently stripped me of all of that. And so I'm, I, I, I do like things in their place. I like organization. I think it's, it helps my mind to be able to focus better. But, but I've realized that holiness isn't perfection. God is perfect and he's the holy one. I'm not holy. I'm, I want to be like, I want to be like Jesus in the sense that he, he loved people. He is, you know, the personification of of God on the earth. He's the one that walked out in this um, this not my will but thine be done way, and that's my example. And I want to follow him in that way. But um, he knew I'd be human, and he knew I'd be imperfect. But guess what? Guess what? You are the perfect person for your children. You are the perfect spouse for your husband. It's, you're the perfect friend for that person that God has put in your life because you're perfectly imperfect. You're, we're going to have to learn how to forgive. We're going to have to learn how to walk through tough times together. We're going to have to learn to bear one another's burdens. We're going to have to learn how to um, get along. So, and that's more holiness to me than a perfect person doing all the right things. Those are, those are places where we have to step into humility. And it's really, really holy to be humble. <laughs> so, oh, what a life we live. Well, you know, I know this is a little bit short today, um, but I really felt just led to share kind of this last couple of weeks with you, share my thoughts on holiness, share my thoughts on just, just kind of let you know where I'm at. 
I have a really exciting month ahead for podcasting. I am talking to some awesome people and sharing some really amazing stories of overcomers. I really love to take everyday people and highlight the ways that they have overcome hardships in their life. And there's so much to be learned by listening to someone else's story. And I'm enjoying it probably as much as you. (laughs) It's probably one of the funnest things I've ever done is podcasting. And um, so I hope this has encouraged you today. I, I hope that we can... Um, we can give ourselves grace to not be perfect, to make mistakes and to seek to be better than we were this day than we were the day before, but to give ourselves grace. And sometimes we need to forgive ourselves for not um, living up to a standard. You know, in the end, honestly, My kids are not going to remember my clean house. My husband's not going to remember the things I thought were important. What they're going to remember is what they felt. What they're going to remember is how you made them feel. And as a mom and as a wife, ugh, I know I'm imperfect in those areas. And I know sometimes I've hurt the people I've loved. And I don't know why it is we hurt the ones we love the most with our words. But we need to learn how to be humble and how to apologize and how to forgive. And and, um, and we can walk this thing out together, this life out together. And do our best. Because it's all we have to do is our best. There, there's, no, there's no perfection. We're human. We're not perfect. And we're just going to try our best. And that's what God expects of us. And that's what we should expect of ourselves is just to do our best. And not to be so hard on ourselves. Not to judge ourselves. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, that we talked about that penny jar At the end of your life, you're going to have a full jar if you've just done the little bit you can do every single day. And just don't give up. So it's good talking to you all. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast if you liked it. Thanks so much. Hey, this is Corey. Thank you so much for listening today. And if you liked what you heard, consider giving me a follow. Have a wonderful day. See you next time.